This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Welcome back, Monty. Welcome back, Jason. Hey, we got good the to whole be back. fam here. Very in. Everybody's <laughs> good here. Good to see you. So good to see you guys as well. Hey, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Carrie Ann. You probably don't subscribe to Inman News, but it is the number one news source for real estate. Yes, okay. I do actually. Do you? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, just a few days ago, headline was Commission Compression Prepare now why and then goes on to say why you should be preparing for commission compression we need to talk about that so before we do though let's talk about um, our sponsor yes our amazing sponsor music city removal they are the number one junk removal service in nashville from residential commercial and construction they're experts in ridding you of junk their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed they have you covered the music city removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free estimate, estimate, <laughs> for a free estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Nor is cutting my commission cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's what uh, is happening here, apparently, uh, according to Inman. And I think it's really interesting. Let me, let me read a little bit more here. It says, consumer behavior. Demand and expectations are going to reduce commissions. Mm. It's a matter of when, not if. I don't like that sound. The savvy agent is preparing for commission compression or at least acknowledging the possibility. And it goes on to talk about my mortal enemy, the eye buyer, mm-hmm. and what kind of influence. And I've been saying this for a while, you know, that that eye buyer is causing. Um, a downward pressure on what the consumer is willing to pay because while they're holding this distraction over here, oh, you don't want to pay a realtor, you don't want to pay a realtor, they're sliding under the table in some respects a, a word, I mean, a far greater amount, you know, of cost. Oh, it's just not to called the in the word they just commission. Don't call it commission. Right. Oh, don't pay right. a commission. They'll come in. They do it on the back end. Sure. Right. Yeah. So right. it's it's kind of hilarious is that you know they're making it out to be the bad bad guy charging mm-hmm. a commission mm-hmm. for your services but yet they're doing it at a greater extent on the back end and it's kind of to me that's i mean it's business but it's slimy to it's, me. it's bait yeah. and switch it is they're saying don't pay six percent when we will only charge you 14 right i mean, <laughs> you know, I mean really that's where the real I mean, numbers. if you want to be transparent i mean that's where you know let, let's not do the um, uh, deceitful marketing. Let's right. actually be transparent and say, yeah. hey, here here it is. Okay, we're charging a greater percentage because we're just going to buy your house for right. a, a, a discount. Mm-hmm. Because we are gonna we have to sell it. So that, therefore, we yeah. can't pay you full price. They, they talk about how, how easy it is because they are selling certainty. Mm-hmm. You pick the closing date. Okay. They're selling um, move-out date. They'll give you a couple days after closing, which, you know, that's one thing I don't like about what the our contract state here in this state 
um, Jason, and you know as well as I do, it's it's a lot of pressure on the seller to be out that day. Mm-hmm. And I get the buyer side, you know, well, what if they ding the floor? What if they mm-hmm. right. scratch the wall? Um, or what if they take the curtains? You know, those kind of things can happen. But what's the greater risk? Is it on the buyer or the seller? In my, my humble opinion, it's on the seller. I've been in those closing rooms where we're sitting around the table, the truck's in the parking lot, all packed, and we get the news that, I'm sorry, the deal just fell apart. Now, who who was the greater exposure there? The buyer. I mean, the buyer, you know, certainly was affected by that, but the right. seller was operating in good faith for that buyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, so what's downward pressure? Um, you know, how does how does an agent, Jason? You've trained, I don't know how many agents, a lot of them. How, how would you approach this if somebody came to you, one of your mentor mentees, or or some of your mentors? Uh, which, uh, by the way, thank you again for taking on that uh, that role. It's just I, I'm just so grateful every time. I, I see, think it's an amazing program that it, you have really, here. Really well, thank you. Absolutely, I mean, it's one thing to offer a mentor to an agent, a new agent. It's another thing that that mentor has a mentor. You know, right. I've never seen something like that, and I just I'm so grateful that you've authored that here at Realty One Group Music City. But if one of your agents came to you and said, "Well, how, I don't, I mean, I don't understand. How do you get? How do you prepare?" For a commission compression, right? Well, it starts on the front end, and it's talking to your clients because right now, I mean, you're going to see one percent. You even have one uh, some out there that offer a dollar. I know. I don't. I, a dollar. I know. That's okay. painful. That's and so, painful. let's look at it. Okay, that's your reality. What some of the opportunities? Well, the opportunity is to say, okay, Mister, Mrs. Uh, client. You know, this is this is the situation out there. You've got some people that are going to offer a commission for my side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my commission that I charge to represent a buyer is whatever percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, in this case, let's use three percent. It's three percent. Now, there are some that do not include my commission on this side, so that what they're basically saying is that you're going to have to pay that. So mm-hmm. we got to keep that in mind. When we go to make an offer, mm-hmm. and so they are looking at you know keeping that ha- that house at a lower price because they're not paying the commission price, and that's why you're going to see a difference. Mm-hmm. So it's just setting that expectation up front and saying mm-hmm. these are some scenarios, and I'm going to help share that with you when we're looking at these houses. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was looking up a quote because I remember you know don't lower your price, raise your value. You know, give mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. give more. So the folks that are doing the flat fee. The, yeah. um, there's some other companies out there that have, you know, rebranded their names and actually folks that we know that have rebranded, mm-hmm. you know, with that's just what they're going to be doing across the board. Sure. You know, it'd be different when back in the day, you know, and I don't know if you still do that now where you offer that if they do you still offer that. Uh, we do if we need to. I've got one up in my in my pocket, you know, but it's not something that we become that company. No. Right, exactly. We're not, we're not that company. But so that's what it was great about. You offered both, and mm-hmm. you used it as you know as another value add. Yeah, for 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 mm-hmm. more assistance there. But many some folks, you know, saw the idea and mm-hmm. ran with it, which that would start to compress right just the commissions because sure. there's no longer so much in that right. Well, there's right. A, it's a compounding effect for sure. And I, I really like what you said, Jason, as far as preparing the uh, uh, consumer, the buyer, because, I mean, it's one thing to take, you know, it'll be, it'll be okay about, you know, 2% or whatever it is that's, you know, that you're comfortable with. When you get there and there's a dollar and you haven't had that talk with, uh, oh, you know, with uh, your tough. client, <clears throat> you better, I mean, you have a hard time now deciding, 
okay, do I show that property? Because if I don't, they might buy it anyhow without me. Now I've really screwed up because I've not only lost the opportunity to make a living on that particular transaction, but now I've lost future that client plus future business potentially if I if I don't <clears throat> don't handle it with a, a prepared you know presentation and, and the right heart, the right motive. I mean, right. are you going to? What if that's their dream home? And what if they don't have the money? Yeah. I mean, and what if the, you know they're you know, they're head, head and shoulders and knees in, into the deal. And uh, what are you going to, I mean, I well, and, and so you're, that's where, you know, I focus a lot, um, probably majority on with new agents is transforming them into thinking like a business. Sure. And that's where it comes in. Do the right thing. You're a business. Get your emotion out of it. If you make a dollar on the transaction, all right, how are you going to not make a dollar on the next transaction? What are you going to do different as a business? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I had to uh, learn the hard way to have that conversation up front. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do I show the house? Yes, absolutely, you show the house. If you're only making a dollar, whose fault was that? Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You didn't set that expectation. All right, so it's just a business. You know, you have to, you know, you have to have that mindset so that you're building a, a long-term asset here. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, this isn't just a one and done uh, show. So it's, it's really focusing in on that. I've got to be prepared. I've got to be the one that's, uh, that's educating my clients. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of it. Mm-hmm. So as you are running your business as a business, do you approach your listing uh, with that list of value adds as in do you have those break in do you coach folks to break it down yes. you know like you know this is the value pack and you get a through right. z type of thing yeah and that was even um you know i teach a a 12 module course um called rev up and that was uh one of our uh, modules was them going through thinking about what makes them different mm-hmm. you know what is their unique selling proposition and from there you can determine your value add sure and so that was uh, one of our um, uh, assignments for them to do mm-hmm. you know listing a house and i've listed some and some have just put it on the mls you know others you can see that long list of items that they've provided you know you can just see the differences you know ac- across the board are you talking about the house i was talking about the agent well, I'm talking about what the agent's going to do to help sell my house okay, for yeah. that fee, We're right? About the same thing okay, yeah, okay. for that particular fee. And again, I guess it's also, you know, when it depends upon the price point of your house, right? So, you know, there's a difference when you sell a house that's a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. two hundred, mm-hmm. four hundred, a million. Three million, right? Yeah. If we're talking about a certain, you know, percentage similar to folks that talk about closing costs, you know, closing costs are based sometimes on a percentage, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and or for us, there was a big talk with the MBA, um, excuse me, yeah, MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association, about cutting our commission as well. Mm-hmm. And you're, we're already one to your three, you yeah. know, and right. um, because of the compression no, of the cost all, and there's stuff. There's no consistent three. No. Okay, there is no consistent number, but yeah, I get you what you Sure, mean. right, right, exactly. But <laughs> the sure average, meaning, right, sure. a, a lender, too, can make between one and two. Okay. The average would be one, you know, right. the average may possibly could be three type of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, and, you, and you just, because they're saying that, 
the rates you have to compress, you know, and there's not so much income in there to be able to pay all the overhead, et cetera, et cetera, what's going on. So it's been a, it's been a topic on our side as well. Right. And two, one of the, one of the beautiful things about working like with the Realty One group is that you don't have such all of the, uh, you know, the, the, the caps that you have to pay. So that's a lot of money that you can you can actually say okay well I'm not having to pay eighteen twenty twenty five thousand dollars okay. a year and you know I can take a hit here if and if you want to say a hit I actually don't view it as that point I look at it as you know they need the help my my objective is to find a win 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 a win for the seller win for the buyer and a win for me mm-hmm. and so if if I if we're working together and that means that I'm giving up a few thousand dollars then that's what that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it goes back to something we talked about in maybe some previous uh, sessions about your core beliefs. You know, mm-hmm. what is a core belief? You know, if you have a true, true non-negotiable core belief, which one of ours is always doing the right thing right. with for the consumer and the referral partner, um, and you're going to do that, mm-hmm. and sometimes that costs you money to do. You know, and it does. But you can look at it like: is that a cost or is that an investment? Because oh, sure. those people are going to value you mm-hmm. and they're going to refer you so what's the long-term uh, value of that client that you just helped out mm-hmm. i always wonder and this is maybe a great question for you guys deals that fall apart over a thousand dollars you know or fifteen hundred dollars that's yeah. a pet peeve of mine personally yeah, yeah. i've, I've seen agents happen. willing to allow a, a deal to die for such a small amount yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're forgetting that okay now i have to start all over again mm-hmm. the whole process my clients got to start all over again they've got to go through that emotional challenge wouldn't it be i mean just recently had a situation where my client got emotional about a repair and i said you know what let me go ahead and take care of that and i shouldn't have had to do that but he was ready to die on that on that hill, and it's like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go through all this process to get yeah. to that point in time. It was worth throwing a thousand dollars at it, mm-hmm. you know. And this very topic here, guys, I don't. I think you know, um, Jason, but you know, this is this is part of what we saw happening <clears throat> a few years ago when we made the decision to go from a conventional real estate office that was charging their agents twenty to thirty percent, in our case, thirty percent with the hopes of a 10% residual. Um, the reason why we left that environment and to come to an environment where we can provide our experienced agents with 100% because if you are going to have to negotiate for less for a service, it doesn't mean the services got any less expensive or involved in, in providing. And I agree with you, first of all, that you know we need to be okay about hitting a home run. Most of the time, you love baseball. Hopefully we're hitting a home run all the time, but every once in a while, a single is a beautiful thing, right? Okay, because you got the relationship going there, you know, for future mm-hmm. business. And if you didn't have that single, if you didn't get on first base with that client and at least have that, you remember where our goal is to constantly be deal, uh, building our database, <clears throat> and you're you're just held out for that home run, you're going to you're going to lose a lot of opportunities there. But you know, right. it, was, it was for this very reason that Connie and I purchased the Realty One Group Music City franchise and brought that to Tennessee, the first one open here in the state, because of what I'm seeing is the downward pressure of the real estate commission based because of these larger entities that are forcing it down. Uh, and and just to be honest about it, is, is uh, I think the cat came out of the bag a few years ago on the listing side of the transaction that we can't, I mean, the consumer knows that a lot of that stuff's automatic, automatic, you know, right. and, and yeah, I get it on the buyer side, but 
you know, is it really worth paying ten thousand dollars to fill out that listing agreement? I mean, I can argue it all day long. I'm worth it. Sure. I mean, I you know I can do that, but uh, but unfortunately, the consumer doesn't care what I think I'm worth, and so. <laughs> To have the flexibility for our agents to be able to capture 100% of whatever that amount is, mm-hmm. I feel like we have empowered them, okay? We've empowered them That's to right. put more transactions together than if they were like some companies, they drive an hour to go to a listing appointment, and that client says, well, I'm not paying your fee, and they're unable to negotiate that fee, and so they drive another hour back home, you know? Well, it's going to give you the the power to provide more value, right? Because you're going to make more. You can reinvest it into mm-hmm. selling that mm-hmm. particular right. house, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge win yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's, and, that's something that's great. So, and like these things, and I like how that article it states: see, it's not if, it's when. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's so true. It's that stop, stop fighting these odd buyers. Stop fighting and complaining about it. And I think I even shared that on one of our other shows. It's like, all right, you've had your pity party. Let's let's just keep on going mm-hmm. and. It's what are we going to do from this point? Because they're not going away. Mm-hmm. They're not going away because businesses are made when problems are solved. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And they are obviously they have found a problem and they are taking they care of it. They have. And and the consumers are paying a premium for it. Um, so in doing so, it's like, OK, how are we going to prepare for this? Mm-hmm. How are we going to handle it? The you know, our our um, way of doing business is changing. It is. Yeah. And you either adapt or, yeah, or get you, gone. You, you evolve or you turn into a, um, yeah, a, um, yeah, it, travel agency. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was looking for. And so, I couldn't and even I like, think they were this. It's been so long since we've had any around, you know. But, but it, and so that's where you do. You got to look back at your, at your business and find out what, what's your value propositions? What can you do? What mm-hmm. are you going to do differently? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be having these conversations? Are you going to, uh, uh, you know, get the training that you need to be the professional agent, not to be the, you know, the, the hobby agent. Right. You know, or right. it goes back to that. Are you committed or are you just interested in it? Right. So uh, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, this is happening. What are you going to do? And who are you going to, who are you going to partner with in your business? Cause that's what's, that's very important. I think people are comfortable paying for anything. I mean, I, we spend money on things oh, yeah. that we feel are valuable. If you came to me and you showed me your value, I would have no uh, no concern at all because there is that notion too that if it is free, you know, sometimes there's something in it, you know, right. it, maybe you're not going to give me the the exact service level or right. this or that, you know. So, but leading with your value, yeah. you know, should easily keep that commission um and or income level at, yeah. at a number that should make right. the most sense for sure. I shared years ago with an assistant I had because I felt like she had dropped the ball. I'm not blaming her, but because buck stops here. But I said, look, I really truly believe the consumer has no problem with paying for a Ritz-Carlton experience. Right, yeah. If, that's if, with big letters, if they're getting a Ritz-Carlton experience, it's when they feel like they've been staying at the day's end no offense to anybody that has a day's end or you know what i'm saying that if they if they're just staying at a you know a cheeseburger motel uh, and they're being charged as though they were staying at the ritz carlton that's where the yeah. mm-hmm. the angst comes well, from it's the expectations yeah you know i'm paying for something that, yeah. what is this mm-hmm. expectation that's our responsibility it is you know it's not you know, that, and thank you, Jason, for uh, you know redirecting the, where the, the responsibility really lies, that truly lies. And it, our only defense is 
that we have to insist that the consumer have nothing less than a great experience Mm -hmm. every possible time that we can. And we're not going to hit it every time, Mm -hmm. but every time possible. I shared a few weeks ago, you know, that don't be that agent because I had such a, you know, such a cluster on a client of mine, you know, that I finally had to let him go. And I said, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but I, I can't allow any any client to steal my joy, steal my peace. It was starting to make me feel sick, and I had to fire him. I hated that. Yeah. But uh, in, at the end of the day, most of the time, I insist <laughs> that my clients have an outstanding experience as much as humanly possible. If you haven't stayed at a Ritz, I think that's a great <laughs> reason to go stay at a Ritz <laughs> and actually learn what that is. There's yeah. a whole science behind oh, that amazing. experience, you yeah, know, and if you amazing. can bring that to real estate or bring right. that to mortgage, I'm writing this down because I'm all right. of a sudden I got some ideas <laughs> happening. Oh, there's books but, and everything on it too. Oh, and it's just amazing. But you're right. At that point, absolutely. What, what do you, what am I, what do I have to pay? You know, yeah, for you to right. sell my now, house? Now you're, sure. now you're charging not three or, but four or five or, or more, you know, yeah. uh, for one side of the transaction because they do your develop. That's your brand. Your brand is a wow experience, you know? Right. Right, and going back to the uh, baseball analogy, you know, I love I love hitting home runs as well, but I also do know that it's actually base hits that wins games. Yeah, and so you stolen know, bases, and stolen bases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we can't steal anything here. So. No, we're not supposed to steal. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jim. Don't. But go back to yeah, Go back to your brand, and that's why you know our you know, and I shared this in the rev up. You know, that's why you know. Our, I guess, motto or uh, tagline and everything is simply expect excellence. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we value, mm-hmm. and that's what I want them to come to expect from us. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody should adapt that, Jason. I'm going to give you credit for it, of course, but expect excellence. I think it calls, I mean, it calls you to the to the you know to the picture for certain. Because that's our constant reminder. Yeah. That whether I feel, it doesn't say if he feels okay, you know, expect excellence. <laughs> No, it says expect excellence, but I but I also believe it puts some responsibility on the consumer to recognize excellence as well. Okay, mm-hmm. and when you're recognizing excellence, you know there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly you don't tolerate what's less than that. And if if the if the consumer wasn't tolerating what was less than that, and they didn't have the option of the eye buyer, then our our job security would be solid as a rock. Mm-hmm. Right. But but that's what you said earlier is. Is these eye buyers have stepped in where there was a need, and the need was there was a lack of conviction in the consumer's heart and mind that we are a much needed advocate and not just another expense that we, that, that they could push out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, I, I was over thirty years ago. I was standing outside of a training, and I said, "I said, guys, if we do not insist that the consumer, if we allow, and I said, I think I said it this way, if we allow the consumer." To continue to feel like they overpaid for a bad experience, they're gonna they're gonna do away with us. Mm-hmm. Right. And and you know that was before the internet. You know that's before all the other stuff has happened, and certainly before iBuyers. And well, all that's happening now. You know that. So so and, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, guys, you're a real estate professional. That is your only defense is to make sure that you are of value to the client. How does that happen? You study. You you do everything right. You do it with the right heart. Mm -hmm. You do it with the right intention. You do it with the right commitment to do the next right thing. It's not a. This is not about you. It's not about what needs you might have. The universe responds to value. It doesn't respond to wishing and hoping and gee, I like property brothers. It 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 
it responds to bringing great value to the marketplace, and then it, then you'll have more than what you ever thought you would. That's Very my true. two cents. That is so good. Absolutely. Do you, do you have a lot of uh, business being siphoned off by IR? Are you noticing a, an impact? Well, I'm not personally, and that's not who I'm, you know, uh, the banter is for. It's right. for the newer agent right. I mean, that is, doesn't is know a, how to compete with it. Is it a common objection that's coming up? Is it coming up? Well, well, more and more, I mean, more and more are saying, well, I, I need you to, comp- you know, match that one or I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. And that one being, you know, a 1% listing or something right. like that. Okay. Pretty much every, every listing appointment, it seems like here lately, you know, they've at least reached out to them and right. had them uh, give mm-hmm. them a um, kind of a, a quote. Mm-hmm. Of sorts, yeah, but not Redfin and mm-hmm. Zillow. I mean, those those yeah. guys have they've, they've worked on their debt. They've sat back for the last ten years, not sat back, but they in Redfin's case, they ate it for ten years, been unprofitable for over ten years, and gathering that database, gathering that mm-hmm. database, gathering that database. Zillow, on the other hand, was a little. I don't know. They I don't know if they're smarter or not, but they 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 helped all of us realtors, except for a few of us, fund our demise by selling us back leads that they're caught by our listings that we just freely gave up, you know, because out of greed, I think sometimes or something, I don't know. We're just foolish about it. And initially I think, but anyhow, that's the other thing I was going to ask. How sustainable is that business model? Which one? Just the, the whole iBuyer. I mean, it's, it's hot right now. I think it's very sustainable. Yeah, I really do. As, as long as, long as they long, can convince the consumer. Long as there's a need. But, but there's a lot of consumers out there. There's going to be a section of people right. that are all going to be wanting right. that. There's a price similar to us. You know, if they're shopping just right and they don't care anything about any value add, mm-hmm. you know, they don't even care if it's going to close on time. They're just looking for one thing. Yeah. Um, that's not going to be my buyer right. anyways or my client, right? right. So we're going to have a, um, a large grouping of all of those. But I think what you're sh- sharing out there, too, is we're going to have competition, whether it's the iBuyer or yeah. the other person down the street. Stand, take a moment, slow down to speed up, create your value add, your unique um, value proposition, and really share with that person. Lead with that, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely lead with that. And it's going to it's going to require harder work. You know, right now with the rates being compressed, if I want to make the same amount, I have to do double the amount, right? Mm-hmm. right. That's just how it is, which means I have to work harder to right. get the same. So we're all dealing with that in some aspect. Uh, but just know hard work does pay off and you can help a lot of families. So. But also, as a real estate professional, put yourself in an environment, whether it be this company or a similar one, where you're capturing a higher percentage of your bottom line negotiated okay. dollars, whatever that is. If it was $1, if it was you know, 14%, whatever it is in between there, that you're capturing a higher percentage because it only makes sense because of what this headline states. I mean, if you're going to get less... On each on each growth side of things, make sure you're getting more on each net side of it, the transaction. Do you agree with that, Jason? One hundred percent. Awesome. <laughs> play on words. Play on words. Boom, boom. Hey, thank you so much for joining us this week. We can't wait to have you come back next week. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.